The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Welcome back to part two of the Forever Fab podcast with my fabulous guest, Liz Ilgenfritz. Let's talk about sex, baby. (laughs) Liz. Let's do it. Let's Let's do it. it. You teach what you call um, holistic sexuality. And I love a holistic anything, to be honest with you. But to you, and and please tell, tell us what holistic sexuality means, how you discovered that this was essential work and how you developed this practice, this very unique practice. So holistic sexuality education is not my thing. It's a thing. And I um, studied, did my studies with the Institute for Sexuality Education and Enlightenment. And the founder of that school is such a brilliant woman, um, um, Raz Dishbuck. I always pronounce her name wrong. We can look it up later. (laughs) She'll she'll forgive me. Dr. Roz, she'll forgive me (laughs) because you don't want to mispronounce somebody's name. But there's, you know, there's, there's principles of holistic sexuality education, which I can just kind of hit real quick. Number one, um, number one, our sexuality is an integral component of who we are as human beings. You know, if we look at it, if I layer that in with like the, the yoga methodology of looking at things, you know, our, as, as, humans, um, we are made up of layers. There are layers to our being. There's the physical body, which Mm -hmm. we uh, all can identify. There's the energy body, which includes um, our breath, our nervous system, things moving through the body, our emotions. Um, You can already see these are important parts of of sexuality, right? Yes. Um, And and, and the mental layer, so our ideas of, of, of of, of sex, our ideas about sex and our ideas of like, what it means to be a sexual being, you know, um, our ideas of what we've been told um, sex is supposed to be or not be and all of that stuff. So that that's an, an essential layer. And then you would get deeper and deeper into the core of who we are, the next layer being our, our intellectual body, where we have a deeper understanding and a sense of inner knowing. Mm. And that's where deeper truth lies. Yes. <laughs> but on these outer layers um, are, are affected by other things. And so that's another one of the principles, which is that as human beings, we are part of a larger system. We have different systems that we, part, you know, are, are inextricably tied to our family systems, the government system, religious systems, educational systems, all uh, the media, you know, especially now with social media, all these different things play a role into us building 
experiences yeah. that affect our understanding of who we are and how, how, what we're supposed to be as human, as, as sexual beings. Um, so there's, okay, so that's two. Um, number three is that pleasure is healing. Yeah. Pleasure is healing, which I, is just so interesting and so mind-blowing. And luckily there's so much out there right now about pleasure. It, it's yes. such a great time for this, you know? But yeah, right? Yes. Um, and what else, what else, what else? Oh, and that gender orientation, gen, uh, sexual orientation and, um, relationship styles mm -hmm. are meant to be fluid, you know, ah. and, and evolve over, can evolve, can, I shouldn't say, I, did, I didn't say that right. I don't want to say meant to be fluid, but they can be fluid and yes. can evolve over a lifetime. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's it's an important time with, with, where, with where we are right now in, in what I'm calling a gen, there's a gender revolution going on right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. <laughs> that is the perfect segue to the, my next question. It was literally about yeah. that. So Great, go for it. We're evolving as humans, right? We're mm -hmm. evolving as humans. And this current landscape is vast. Um, gender identity, uh, fluidity, uh, sexuality. Um, the, the dynamism of relationships and how we define those or choose not to define them at all. How have you helped people to find their deeper truth? Or does there even have to be a categorization? Does there even have to be a definition? Should it just be, you know, free and flowing? Um, I, I, I think, I think it's and to what you're asking. <laughs> yes. I think that I do really believe deeply that knowing who we are in this present moment as best, as best we know ourselves in the present moment is an essential part of living a, a, a whole life. Yeah. Um, and I know that whether that our, that our connection to that can change over time, our, our, our purview into that can change over time. Yes. If we look at the purely yogic perspective of it, that seed that is always there is, is unchangeable. It's that, it's mm -hmm. that, that light that is always there. And, but you know, we have, we can only view it by the filters that we have our senses and such, but we try to get to this deeper truth. So, um, so, and is it fluid? So yeah, so I think by definition, if you're part of this larger system, you're getting input from different places, things might change over time. Yes. Yes. I, I actually agree with that. And you've stated also how we feel about um, and how we experience our body, desire and pleasure, uh, the reproductive systems, our identity and our emotions and our intimate relationships pierces virtually every layer of our being and is influenced by every domain of our life. Expound upon yes. that. Yes, that's a that's a great quote. That's your quote. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. I really, I'm actually, I'm super proud of that quote because I really feel it's like beautiful. It, it really, really, thank you. It really hits what really women are always come to me about. Like, they're, that's really the core of the work. You know, yeah. we're being always told what to do, what to think, how to feel, and we're just we. We, are, we don't understand what we really want and what we feel. I mean, largely, you know, we're just always second-guessing ourselves. We don't think we have permission to feel good. There's a lot of shoulding or I should this and I should that. You know, I talk about, I talk with groups about like, well, what keeps you from pleasure? And it's like, 
oh, I should be with my kids or, oh, I should really be doing, you know, small, small, this is what a good girl does. And it's just like all of these things that are put upon us. So, and we've had it, we've had it. We've kind of had it and we should, and we should, we really, really should enough, enough. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, so I would say that and, um, thing else I was going to say, yeah, well, I mean, just to be really specific, we're taught how we're supposed to feel that our emotions are bad. You know, we're supposed to, we're like ashamed of our emotions. If we're, if we're in outrage, we're a bitch, you know, mm-hmm. if yeah. we're, if we're, if, by the way, and if we're, if we're outraged, we're probably fucking mad about something that someone did that they shouldn't have done and overstepped our boundaries. And that might've come from like us not knowing and standing for our boundaries because we didn't think we were allowed to, you know, <laughs> it's yeah. all multi, right. multi-layered and, this is part of why I really like to work with women individually too, because every story is so, so, so unique. Um, But these are some of the common threads. Yeah. Okay. Finish this sentence. I want to thank myself for. Mm. I want to thank myself for doing the work. Yeah. And it's hard. (laughs) It's, it's. Rewarding. Interesting. It's not, it's, it's, um, it's, it's interesting. I I wouldn't say hard. It's, uh, um, what is the word I would use? Um, it can can be hard at times. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) In my experience, it can be hard. It can be hard. I mean, sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's like, Whoa, I'm doing it. This is so amazing. And then sometimes it's like fucking sucks. So yeah. Yeah. The journey. The journey. Exactly. The journey. And so when you work with women individually, um, would you consider that you're helping them to navigate the journey back to the self? Yes, that's, that is the work. hundred percent. Okay. Is there a feeling that you miss? A or feeling a place, that I miss? Yeah. Or a place that you'd like to go back to? Oh, no. It's good. <laughs> well, I'll That's say wonderful. this. Any, any moment I lose my connection to joy, mm. then, then I, I, I'm like, oh, I want to get back there. I want to live there yeah. all the time. Yes. As much as possible. I, yes. I don't want to live there all the time. It's not human. But as much yeah. as possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about joy a bit. I know in the past few years there, well, for obvious reasons, you know, people have lost their connection to joy. And it's been so difficult to sort of find the joy within yourself, for sure. So people perhaps turn to things outside of them, you know, a little shopping, a little this, a little that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, a little I, bit of that's I, okay, don't you yeah, think? Yes, yeah. I do. I do. But how is it that we could, when we're feeling untethered, um, how would you recommend that we get back to joy or we find joy or, or just, mm. or, yeah. How do we get back well, on that? Let's, let's, I like to always say, you know, and it's really the same thing with pleasure. Let's call pleasure and joy the same thing. It's always available mm. and it's free. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's the biggest, that's why, you know, it's like such a, <laughs> maybe that's partially why we struggle with it so much yeah. because you can, the, industri- the, the industrial complex hasn't figured yes. out how to monetize it in a way that has, hooks us into the constant need loop. Yeah. You know, because we don't, because we can never be inadequate when it comes to joy and pleasure. Mm. You know, I'm not, I'm not joyous enough. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. You know, uh, God, if 
I'd be, I'd be down if they monetize that, you know, <laughs> you should be, you, you know, do this for more joy. Okay, yeah. great. Dance, you know, but, but on, on, all kidding aside, I think okay, I have this little practice that I do with, with women. Um, I create pleasure pies. Yeah. So not, not, a, not a eating pie, a circle. Okay. And it, it has maybe eight parts to it, generally speaking. And okay. we, what are all the things that give you joy and pleasure in your life? And we make it a piece of, we make a pie, a slice of, sorry, there's, you know, whatever. Each thing is a slice of the pie. Yes. And it, it, you can almost just like play roulette. And it, <laughs> is that roulette? What is it? Yeah. Yeah. Like it wheel of fortune. Up, the wheel yeah, of fortune. Wheel of fortune. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and choose, choose one, you know, and it's like, yeah. if you're feeling, you know, a little gray and down and, and murky, it's like, spin that wheel. Oh, movement, dance, get uh, up, turn on some music and dance. You know, like nature, that. open up your door and go step outside. Joy is always there. That's true. So the pleasure pie, eight pieces, the pleasure pie, things that bring you joy and pleasure. And then whenever you're not feeling joyous or happy, you can just take a piece of pie and have a bite. So I like that. And technique. doing a steady diet of, of things on that pie will keep you in a baseline that uh, is, yeah, yeah, pleasurable. And that's, that's the, probably the only time when super high carbs are acceptable, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the, the more, the better. The more, yeah. the better. The pleasure pie. Yeah. What promise, what have you promised yourself, if you have, and um, if you have, what promise would you like to keep for yourself this year or Ooh. next year? You have Ooh, great questions. Does everybody you. say that? You have great <laughs> I love it. Thank um, you. you know, because, because, we, because we really should. We really should make promises to ourselves. Yeah. And, I, and I do. I do have Good. promises I made to myself. Two, <laughs> one <laughs> is to not, um, uh, to stop over-accommodating. Uh, I'm an over-accommodator. Oh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> and it, only in certain realms of my life, um, mm -hmm. certain realms, I'm really good about it, about not doing it. And I've learned, yes. I've learned, I've gotten a lot better in certain realms and I'm really still struggling in certain ones. Yeah. So that's yeah. my, yeah, I'm committed to it. Okay, good. I'll hold you to it. Thank you. <laughs> um, what one guiding principle so kind of like a promise. So what guiding, what one guiding pr principle do you wish your children would live by forever mm. or for the rest of be, their lives? That's easy. Be yourself. Yeah. Love that. Or let me just say this. I mean, this is what I literally say to them every yes. day when they get out of the car to go to school. Be good mm -hmm. humans. <laughs> be a good human. Yeah. First I say, I love you. And then I say, yeah. be good humans. Yeah. That's fantastic. Are you very close with your children? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. And having adult children is so yeah. fun. I can't, as they grow up, they just, it gets better and better. Better and better. What are their age ranges? 23, 16, 13, and 11. I can't even believe it, Liz. I mean, you look mm -hmm. as if you have toddlers. Ah, thank you. But, <laughs> you look, but no. Like, no, but no, want don't want to. <laughs> no. well, you look amazing and your energy is fantabulous. So let's talk about your wellness routine. What is your wellness routine? If you have Ooh. one, I'm assuming you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you imagine? I said all the. I know, right? I don't know. Yeah, I don't do any of that stuff. All right, you do it. I don't need to do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not doing that. Um, so, well, I'm pretty specifically. <clears throat> I would say um, every morning I I have a meditation, pranayama, breathing practice that I do, and I've I've done it for the last decade, and you know there might be 
couple of days here and there a month where I, I specifically don't do it because I, I, I decide to do something else, but it's literally otherwise every day without fail, wow. which is what part of what I really try to get my clients to understand. And again, I'll get to that in your last question um, <laughs> every day. And then um, I have practice every day, whether I unroll my mat and just do whatever it is that I'm feeling, I, yes. my body and my emotions and my breath, et cetera, needs, I do that. Yeah. I also do other things. Like I love the class. Do you know what the yeah. class is? Yes, it's I do. So Taryn Toomey. Taryn, yeah, so good. Natalie Kuhn, she's the best, 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 best fucking teacher. She's, yeah. she's She kicks butt. <laughs> she really like, I'm telling you, if anyone listening to this podcast needing to like try, just look for an incredibly good human, beautiful, wise woman teacher, I highly recommend her as well. I um, first took about- that class and the first class I took, um, I cried. I just started oh, yeah. bawling for no reason. Yeah. I mean, there were obviously reasons. No. I didn't know what they were, but I was like, oh, that was such a good workout. <laughs> Release. When I took her class. Yeah. <laughs> I cry regularly when I take that class. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It moves energy. You know, I always say to my clients about crying, it's a, it's the way a body moves energy. Yeah. So Very important. True. So true. Okay. And so you meditate, you do breath work, and what else? Is there something you do midday, something you do to power down in the evening as part of your wellness routine? Yeah, I mean, I really, I really would say, um, I mean, it's, I'm always carrying my toolkit with me. You know, yeah. that's, that's really the thing. It's, I don't, yeah. for me, it's not like, oh, I did my wellness thing. I mean, my whole yeah. life is this. So if yeah. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay, do I need to do a quick restorative pose for three minutes do I need to turn on some music and dance I mean I just I'm always carrying the toolkit (laughs) yeah yeah so it sounds as if you are very much in the flow of how your body chooses to show up for you that moment that day yes yeah that's pretty cool I'm working on it (laughs) I've scheduled it yeah you scheduled it (laughs) I I, I'm sensing that you're getting good at it I don't know about that but I'm trying um what is the one wellness either routine or product or thing that you absolutely cannot do without, absolutely cannot do without. If, if someone were to take your toolkit and say, okay, I'm stripping this down, Liz, and Your you have, gone. You, yeah, you have one. I What's mean, that one? if someone took my Jade yoga mat, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> it's never not with me. Yeah. Ever. It doesn't matter where I travel. Okay. I have a special travel one. It's always with me. Okay. The good people at Jade really should be doing something about that for you. Right. <laughs> totally, totally. Ah, what is your beauty routine? Because that skin Ooh. is something Ooh. special. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'll tell you, I have been going to this woman for my entire adult life, and she is the most incredible human. Her name is Elena Roizen, and she has a company called Rosen. She was one of the first two estheticians at Bliss. So oh, back, wow. back, 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 back in the day. And I used to live across the street from Bliss in Soho. Yes. And I just said, because of, <laughs> right? That was the jam. I then. used to go there too. I know it. Right? You probably went to Yelena at some point. I, I mean, she have, yeah. is incredible. She's Ukrainian. Yeah. She is a beautiful, beautiful human being. She has two children. She's a grandmother. Anyway, just you go there and your heart feels better. Not only uh, does your skin feel better, your yeah. soul is rejuvenated. Yes. And she, she and I are just good friends now. But, um, she has a pro- she has a product line and I use her product line. Yes, I'm um, familiar with it. Oh, you oh, fabulous. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. it's really incredible. Good. It's really incredible. Good, good. So I'm glad. Excellent. And what is the one beauty product you absolutely cannot live without? Like 
you're you're running out the door and you're like, oh my gosh, wait, I have to go back and get this one thing. What is that? Um, oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I would say, I mean, honestly, her caviar mask, it, mm. it, it, it's, it's changed my life. <laughs> awesome. I'm going to try it. Like she doesn't even give me facials anymore. She's just like, okay. Oh, wow. This is, this is just do that every day. Okay. So I okay. Do every day. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe it, Liz. We're on the last question. That went by like lightning so fast. fast. So fast. So fast. So good. Fast, but so, so pleasurable good. talking to you. Thank you so very much. I, I hope I become one, a piece of your pleasure pie. You know, oh, yes. <laughs> in a friendly way. <laughs> right. <laughs> so this is the Fab Five. What are your top five recommendations for living a beautiful and fabulous life? Um, so I would say number one is yes. to have a, have a daily practice. Yes. No one. I mean, you just, everyone who's listening to this podcast just heard my story. Okay. And everything yes. that I've been through. No one doesn't have time for this. There's no excuse except, you know. Yes. I did. I don't, I don't even have to. There's no excuse. Okay. Yeah. Except for, you, <laughs> except for you choosing not to do it. Except for you right. choosing not to do it. It's your choice. So, so a daily um, movement practice or a meditation practice or just a practice of whatever moves you? No, I think really specifically, if you, if any of this resonates with you and you know, you choose like, yes, I want to know and live from the truth of my inner experience more. You have to cultivate a daily practice. You have to have a daily practice that cultivates what that even is. Okay. So that starts with is knowing what feels like home in your body. Ah. So like I would say, and so I, try, I have all of my clients, I suggest all of my clients do, is a five-minute shavasana practice. Wow. You lay down and you watch your body, you listen to your breath, and you, you know, you obviously, ultimately, you end up watching your thoughts for a while, yes. but you do it time and time and time again, every day. Everyone has five minutes. I mean, ideally, if you had done this for 10, it would oh, be yeah. amazing. But then you get to this point where you're so dropped in. You, if you've ever really had a good shavasana, mm -hmm. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You come out of that shavasana and you're like, oh, my God, my eyes yeah. are soft. My jaw is soft. My tongue is soft. My shoulders are at ease. My hips feel free. Like, my breath is like a beautiful, you know, ebb and flow. That's home. Right. Yeah. And so then you have that, that can be like your, your, your barometer. So that mm -hmm. when you're out in the world and things are happening, when you don't feel like that, <laughs> you yeah. understand there are messages coming to you. When my breath is like, <gasps> yeah. or my body's like, eh, I know yeah. something's off. I know yeah. something's off for my inner truth. So knowing home, having okay. a foundational practice to know home. And that helps to give you a wisdom about yourself and what you need. Love it. Okay, number two, second recommendation. Second recommendation, um, know your core values. Ah. You know, it, it's been a game changer for me. And I think on my website, I, I think, I think it's still on there. Um, there is a link to like a little worksheet you can actually use to, to dive into that a little bit. You know, and, and you'll need step number one in order to do step number two, which is, you know, when we start you start thinking about what your core values are, you might, you might start coming up with things like, oh, the wants, the wants and the shoulds, like, oh, this is good. This is great. You know, oh, I want to yes. have X, Y, and Z, right? But if you know what your sense of home is, yes, it's when you feel like that, when something comes up, 
that you know it's true. Perfect. Uh, and you don't have to build a story around it. You just feel that. Um, and then, then knowing your core values, I mean, literally a list, like literally make a list of your core values. Understand it might change over time as you develop and you get clearer on it, but have a list. And then you'll be shocked if you really do this work. When you look at your friends, your work, your community, other all the realms of your life that you're in, ones that feel like they really resonate and really bring you joy, will have yes. many of them right? And then it can also become a guide for you to like, do I want to be in this? Right. Does it hit all of my core values? It's like a, it's a, it's a guide and a filter. Perfect. Good work. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Number three. Number three. Number three, I would say um, to view your nervous system. And by that, I would say your breath and your emotions as messengers of inner truth. So, you know, I, I, I talk, I've been talking about this a lot lately with people, you know, I, I know a lot of people are afraid of their emotions, you know, and this is how people end up, I don't know, medicating, whether it's recreationally or, or otherwise, because yeah. they're afraid of them, you know, and, and if you lo- start looking at your emotions as sending you messages of deeper truth and get curious wow. about what's underneath there. You start welcoming those messengers. Like when yeah. I get upset about something, I'm like, oh, what's that about? You know, and I yeah. want to know what's in there yeah. because then I can bring myself home again. Um, and same thing with the breath. The breath is never wrong. Yeah. The oh, breath gosh. is never wrong. Now that I believe, I want to be clear that I think that line, and it's like so fucking awesome. It is, is. I learned from Rodney, my teacher, but yeah, <laughs> the breath is never wrong. You know, we go around so often, unfortunately, with things that we um, are out there um, in a wellness space with the breath to like change the breath. Do this mm-hmm. breath, do that breath. It's like, whoa, can yeah. we just start with what the breath is? Because it's never wrong. Why are you trying to fix something that ain't broken? Right. <laughs> right. So, and, and many and of us are... need to learn how to breathe anyway, right? Yes. 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 And it starts with where we are. We have to meet ourselves where we are. Um, yeah, so that's, that would be my third one. Yeah, number four. I have to look, yeah. Um, oh, excuse me. And then I would say cultivate a robust toolkit. Remember how I was saying before, yes. like I just, I have this toolkit and I carry it around with me all the time. Yes. Cultivate a robust toolkit of practices. Every, every human is different. Like I said, every pelvis has a story. Every human is different. And we are different types of learners. We have different experiences. We have different wounds. We have different issues. Um, and whatever resonates, and there's also an expression, something to the effect of, you know, there are many paths to the, to the one goal of, you know, whatever yes. inner peace. And so whatever resonates with you, develop that toolkit and take it with you. I like it. Oh my gosh, you're number five. <laughs> number five leads from that as well, which is, um, oof, and it's a big one. It's a big one. It's a big one. And it's one that a lot of people don't do. A lot of people might try to do the one I just said, the toolkit thing, right? We try to do yes. practices and cultivate, you know, we have little experiences. Oh, I did this class. I went on this retreat. Da, da, da. Yes. If you don't do the next step, you're really like getting a gift and throwing it in the garbage without opening oh. it. So drum roll, I haven't gotten to it. Integration. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Integration. Integrate. You have to integrate it. I can't tell you how many times... I'll just say it's um, 
it's essential. (laughs) A lot of people are addicted to the experiences or whatever. We're being sold the experiences. But if we don't, and and then we're not taught to integrate. I mean, this is a big part. I I won't work with someone who won't, you know, understand that like you have to then take this forward. Um, That's how we build wisdom is we take the the knowledge, we put it in our lives, we build, we we, um, take this wisdom and make experience with it in our lives and we get wiser and wiser and we take the lessons and we build on them. I love that. Because it's true, you, right? You, you take the classes, you read the books, and then like, how, how do you live by those, right? The yeah. principles that you learned or how do you feel? How do you experience? Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't do you any good to be on the mat and be like, yes, I am going to work on kindness. I need to be kinder to myself. <laughs> I, I know I need to be kinder to myself. And then you go out and you, I don't know. I don't know, whatever, you know, be yeah. <laughs> just like, no, that's the moment. That's the moment to, to do the work. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the fab five by Liz Ilgenfritz. Liz, thank you so much for joining me on the forever fab podcast. This has been absolutely enlightening and empowering. Thank you so very, very much. I hope you'll come back and talk to us some more about our core and our center and living, you know, living our truths. I love it. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure. You ask amazing questions. You clearly Thank understand you. women's well-being. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Liz. I appreciate it. This brings us to our close of this week's episode of the Forever Fab Podcast with my guest, Liz Ilgenfritz. Are you ready to go on your journey to a higher version of yourself? If so, visit Liz, Liz's website at lizilgenfritz.com. That's L-I-Z. I-L-G-E-N-F-R-I-T-Z dot com. Also visit her on Instagram at Liz Ilgenfritz. And you may even email her if you have a very specific question or you are ready to start. Her email address is Liz at Liz dot com. Thank you for listening to this week's Forever Fab podcast episode. Until next time, stay beautiful inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.